your neighbor, neighbor. Tell your neighbor, neighbor. You serve a living God. <laughs> I thought you were going to celebrate on that. I thought you were going to jump around and celebrate on that. If you know you serve a living God that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far above all you can ask or think, somebody shout right now. Yes. Come on, guys. Somebody celebrate Jesus right now. God is good. God is good. This month is a month of greater. Somebody shout greater. Shout, I am ready for greater. I want you to take two steps up from where you are sitting and start walking into your greatness right now. Start walking into your greatness right now. Start walking. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, give me space. Give me space. Come on. Give me space. Give me space. Give me space. Give me space. Hallelujah. God is good. And all the time, God is good. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Let's quickly, let's quickly. The, the theme of the month is what? The theme of the month is what? What I love about this theme is that it says that the glory of the latter house. And some versions say the glory of the present house is greater than the former. Aren't you tired of the good old days? You didn't catch that. Aren't you tired of the good old days? Of always referencing the good old days. It is about time you reference the better new days. Oh, you better shout a bigger amen in this place. Hallelujah. This morning you may take a seat in his presence. I just want to run you quickly through the word of God. And we are reading from Haggai chapter 2 verse 6 to 9 in the New Living Translation. Haggai chapter 2 verse 6 to 9. All of us, let's turn our books, let's turn our Bibles to Haggai chapter 2 verse 6 to 9. Haggai I, chapter 2 verse 6 to 9. Yeah. And I read in Jesus' name. For this is what the Lord of Heaven's army says. Mm -hmm. In just a little while. What? I, in just a little Tell while. Tell your neighbor, it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. Yes, let's continue. I will again shake the heavens and the earth, the oceans and the dry land. Yes. I will shake all the nations and the treasures of all the nations will be brought to this temple. Let's stop there. The Bible says, God is saying to you that in a little while, it didn't mean so long. It did my afer. And God is about to shake the nations. God is about to shake the nations. What I love about the word of God, it says that when God shakes the nations, the treasures out of the nations are coming to you. You are not here. You are not here. The treasures, before the treasures will come to you, there have to be a shaking. Before the glory will be seen, there have to be a shaking. Are you not glad that there is a shaking coming into your life? Somebody shout, shout, let there be a shaking in my life. Listen, I, I want to talk to those that are going through some issues. Because there are certain times you are in certain situations that you want things to change. But for things to be changed, there have to be a shaking. Hallelujah. For things to be... That sickness has to be shaken. That unemployment has to be shaken. 
And when it is shaken, when it is shaken, what comes out of it is your blessing. Are you ready for your blessing? You are not here. Are you ready for your blessing? You are not here. Are you ready for your blessing? I thought I would get three people that would jump up and grab their blessing right now. There is a shaking. There is a shaking coming your way. Oh, I'm so excited for the shaking that is coming your way, Brother Depot. I declare in the mighty name of Jesus, you are not here. I declare in the mighty name of Jesus, you are not here. I declare in the mighty name of Jesus that this week, this week, blessings, money, testimony is coming your way. Shout a big amen. Let's continue reading. I will fill this place with glory. Says the Lord God of heaven's is army. filling you with God has filled you with glory. You are, I don't like this. I, I've been to They know how to say amen. God has filled you with amen. <laughs> say amen. God has filled you with glory. Shake your neighbor. You see, your neighbor needs to be shaken as well. Because your neighbor is acting like a bicycle. Shake your neighbor and tell your neighbor, neighbor, did you hear what he said? God has filled you with glory. So neighbor, I'm about to praise for two minutes, for, uh, for five seconds. I want to praise on your behalf. Somebody give Jesus a praise in this place. I don't understand why only these people are getting the revelation. What's happening here? What's happening here? The louder you shout, the bigger your breakthrough. What does it say? The silver is mine. The silver is his. And what the else? gold is mine. And the gold is his. Says the Lord of Heaven's uh, so, Yes, go on. The future glory of this temple will be greater than its past glory. Come on, celebrate Jesus for that. If you believe that your future is better than yesterday, can I go there or not go there? If you believe that your new relationship, your new marriage is better than your ex-boyfriend or your ex-girlfriend, somebody celebrate Jesus. If you believe that your new job, your new job, your new job is better. It's better than your old job. Ah! If you believe that your new house, 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 I'm talking to someone there, your new house, your new house is better than your old, old house. Some of you, God is going to bless you so much. God is going to bless you so much. Even your wardrobe will change. Even your wardrobe will change. I love that. I receive it. The glory on your face, man will not be able to understand. Because Christ in you, so the glory is not external. Listen, the Bible says in Samuel that God looks on the inside, but man looks on the outside. 
in a little while, that which God has deposited in you uh, is about to be birthed. There is a birthing in this place. This morning, the prophecy that came was that the water has been broken. It is broken. And what I love is that nothing can hinder what God is about to do in your life. Nothing can hinder it. If you need to resurrect, you will resurrect. Listen, they put a tomb in front of my Lord Jesus' grave. But the tomb could not hold him in there. The Bible says the tomb was rolled away. I roll away every tomb that is in front of your life. Everything that is hindering your progress. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You are rising up from glory to glory. You are rising from power to power. You are rising from grace to grace. Shout the biggest amen in this place. May take your seat, take your seat, take your seat. Hallelujah. My time is almost up already. My God. My God. God is good. In the Bible, I'll just, because of our time, I wouldn't really narrate. I wouldn't read. In the book of John chapter 2, verse 13 to 19, we see Jesus Christ goes into the temple. So the temple that was prophesied about in the book of Haggai, you see the same prophecies coming up in Zechariah, you see Zephaniah, you see it in Ezra and Nehemiah. That what is ahead of us is greater. Now in John chapter 1, Jesus Christ shows up. In the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God. You fast forward to verse 14 and the Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. So when the Word came, the Word became manifest. I declare that every word that has been spoken over your life, in the mighty name of Jesus, it is becoming flesh right now. Amen. Amen. You not just we will not just call you blessed, but you will be blessed. Jesus Christ goes into the temple, and when he enters the temple, he finds people gambling. He finds people doing all sorts of stuff in the temple. Let me read a bit of it so that so that we can the context well. Just a minute. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. Your faithfulness, yeah. John chapter 2, verse 16, he says this. Verse 13 says, When it was almost time for the Jewish Passover, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple courts, he found people selling cattle, sheep, and doves, and others sitting at the table exchanging money. They were in the casino. You are not here. He went to the church and they were doing casino. So he made a whip of cords and drove all from the temple courts, both sheep and cattle. He scattered the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. To those who sold doves, he said, get these out of here. Tell your neighbor, get some things out of your life. Shout, you have to shout it louder. Get some things out of your life. Tell your neighbor, stop turning my father's house into a market. It's too early. It's a major bottom here. I should go there. What have you been marketing in the father's house? What have you been marketing? Have you been marketing depression? 
Have you been marketing bitterness? Have you been marketing unforgiveness? Have you been marketing insecurity? When the Spirit of the Lord has come into you and you are supposed to be bold, what you market is insecurity. What you market is weakness. And now let the weak say, I am strong. And let the poor say, I am rich. Listen, it is not about what is in your pocket. It is about who you are. Even when you do not have, rise up, chest up. Walk in authority. Walk in power. Live a life of favor. Because you know who you are. Hallelujah. Ask your neighbor, neighbor. It is about time to change your business plan. Hallelujah. The Bible continues to say that his disciples remembered it was written. Zeal for his house will consume me. I pray that the zeal for this church will consume you. The zeal, the zeal for the things of God. The zeal for holiness. Can I go there? You see, you, for you to see the glory, you need to be holy as he is holy. So you have to have that zeal that I will not let anything tarnish. Look at how nice I'm looking. If you pour coffee on me, my outfit will be messed up. That is how God has made you. Don't let anybody pour their fake coffee on you. Don't let any guy that is not planning on marrying you. Or any girl fool you with their Instagram display. I declare that if any girl is manipulating you with some fake pictures, in the name of Jesus, when you see them, you see catfish. 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 Amen. The Jews then responded to him, What sign can you show us to prove your authority to do all this? <laughs> Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple and I will raise it up again in three days. Hallelujah. Why did Jesus in the first place turn the tables? They were using the temple for the wrong reasons. The temple is meant to be a prayer house. A place where people in need will come and receive refuge. That is what God has made you to be. The Bible makes us understanding in, in Romans chapter 12 in, and in Corinthians that do you not know that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit? Who lives in you? You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. Can I go there? We are living in the end time, so I need to tell you who you are. Because sometimes we forget who we really are. And we are entertaining things that are not supposed to be entertained. Let me show you something. So the verse that Jesus Christ quoted, you will find the same verse. You find the same verse in Jeremiah chapter 7 verse 9 to 11. Can you read it for me please? Jeremiah chapter 7 verse 9 to 11. Jeremiah chapter 7 verse 9 to 11. Yes. And I read in the NIV version. Mm -hmm. Will you steal and murder, commit adultery and perjury? Mm. Burn incense to Baal and follow other gods you have not known. Mm. And then come and stand before me in mm. this house, which bears my name, and say, We are safe, safe to do all these detestable things. Has this house, house which bears my name, become a den of robbers to you? Mm. But I have been watching, declares mm. the Lord. Amen. Amen. 
This morning, my message is simple. God has made you his temple. And he's watching you. The omniscient God, the omnipresent God, the omnipotent God is watching us. He's watching everything we are using the temple for. And for most of us, we have... Who says that in the Netherlands? We the door open the We have opened the door. And the Bible says that God was cautioning them that you have allowed thieves. You have allowed robbers to come in. Listen, the glory of the latter house is greater. But because it is greater, because it is glory, because it is, it is precious, there are people, there are things, there are weaknesses that are trying to rob you of that glory. There are things trying to rob you of that glory. The Bible says that the thief comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But Jesus Christ came that we may have life and have it what? In abundance. It is about time you close the loophole. You should be done with things that you know yourself. God has made you holy. If you are sinning, you are just a pretender. You are fake. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, you are righteous. Why, why aren't you able to say it loud? Tell your neighbor, neighbor, you are righteous. Just as I am. So be righteous. Be holy. It is, you know, it is more difficult for a Christian to sin than a Christian to be holy. Let me give you an example. In the past, you liked going, into, going to the club. You enjoyed being in the club. You enjoyed getting drunk. Now when you go there, you are not so comfortable anymore. True or not true? The more you are growing, at, at one point, even when you are addicted to, to cigarettes, at one point, it doesn't taste well in your mouth anymore. I declare that if there's anything holding you back, if there's anything that is stealing your joy, joy in Christ, that that thing will be eradicated in the mighty name of Jesus. Shout a bigger amen in this place. The Bible says that when the enemy comes in like a flood, listen, the enemy doesn't like you. Yes. He does, the devil does not like you because he, pref, he wish he had had the glory that you have. So he will come in like a flood. He comes in with his whole squad. Sometimes he will come in in the form of a good looking young man. He will come in in the form of a nice job. But the job will cause you to compromise. But the Bible says that when the enemy comes in like a flood, you need to lift up a standard. So they come in on this level, we go to this level. They come in on this level, we go to this level. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that we are seated in Christ Jesus in heavenly places far above principalities and powers. Nothing can touch you. Say nothing can touch me. Hallelujah. It is about time we are conscious that we are at war. We are at war. Everything that is happening in this world it is happening spiritually before we see it. I, I don't want to go there today. Come to Bible Academy. You see, you need to lift up a standard against failure. You need to lift up a standard against insecurity. You need to lift up a standard against broken homes. We need to lift up a standard against broken marriages. 
We need to lift up a standard. Can I go there or not go there? Yes, we are Christians. We are children of God. We are the temple of God. We are meant for eternal things. We need to lift up a standard against giving up. You start this project. Two days later, you stop. You start another one. Two days later, you stop. You start another one. The enemy is just playing with you. But you are a child of God. You are a temple of God. If you do not lift up a standard, Jesus Christ comes in and he whips everything out. I was telling the, the church in Rotterdam that when Jesus went into the, into the temple, it was a physical action. He took a whip. How many of you were born in Africa? So you know how it is. Oh, I don't want to go there. Some of us, we, for us, you see, he says that after a little suffering, you shall see the glory. We, some of us, we have suffered. You make a mistake, they will whip you. Whip you. And after that, you become the most holy guy. You come to school, you've tagged in your shirt, everything's perfect, you put on your tie, and you are going. You see, when Jesus Christ enters you, right, there's cleaning that has to take place. Yes. Sometimes Jesus takes the, you see, sometimes Jesus takes the stuffseicher and he takes away all the ashes so you'll be beautiful. But there are other things in your life they need to be driven out. So he has to take the whip, that whip of gossip and whip out any gossiping attitude from your life. That, 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 that jealousy attitude. Jealousy leads to witchcraft. God will not chill around with riches in you. So the demons have to go. Aren't you happy that when Jesus Christ stepped into you, he made you a holy sanctuary? Come and say thank you, Jesus. Let me continue. But I have good news for you. Jesus said that destroy the temple. You mess it up. Destroy the temple. And in three days, I'll raise it up. What is God trying to tell us? It does not matter how destroyed you are. It does not matter how broken you are. Jesus Christ said that destroy it and I will raise it up. Jesus Christ was not talking about a temple made by brick and mortar. He says, the temple I'm building is not a temple it's not a temple made by the hand of man. He was not talking about a temple that is natural. Because the, the people around them told him, but it took us 46 years to build what you are, you, are, you are seeing. How can you build it in three days? We serve a God of acceleration. We serve a God, we serve a God of speed. A God that is an expert in doing the impossible. A God that is an expert in doing the impossible. I thought you were going to celebrate Jesus that you serve a God that is able to compress time. That which no one could do. He can do it in a short while. After a little while. Listen. It does not matter how far you have gone. It does not matter how, far, how bad the situation looks. Yeah. Sometimes the situation looks very bad. It looks so bad. Yesterday I was saying it in baptism. That your situation sometimes looks so bad that you are almost as dead. You are inreactive. You don't react to anything anymore. But even when you are in the grave, the carpenter's son, the carpenter's son, some verses say he's the fixer. Do you know that the, the way Jesus Christ is building you 
we, we heard it at Bible Academy in Rotterdam by one of our sisters. She said that Jesus Christ is not renovating you. He's rebuilding you. New. New. Say, I am new. I am new. It is time for us to come to that realization that we have been made new. He has built us supernaturally. The Bible says that he is the rejected stone has now become the cornerstone. In Matthew chapter 16, Jesus asked them, who do men say that I am? And Peter said that you are the rock. That you are the Christ. The son of the living God. Jesus says, yes, upon this rock, I'll build my church. When you have the revelation of who Jesus Christ is in you, there is a configuration, there is a building, there is a structure that is put in place. And nothing can harm you. The Bible makes me understand in the book of Psalms that God himself will become the wall around us. The Lord is my refuge and my fortress. He's our shield. He becomes a wall around you. Why does God have to become a wall around you? Because the enemy wants to come in. So God knowing that you, we are weak in this body. We are weak in this, this time. He tells us that he allows his, he, he lets his Holy Spirit intercede for us with groanings that cannot be uttered by words. There's a time coming where our bodies will be, will be translated. We will we'll do away with this old body. This body that, you know, when I have a, a capricious fontunic 15 words, I have pimples from, and it has never left. But one day, all those scars will be taken away. And we will receive a new glorious body. But until that day comes, and it is coming very soon, until that day comes, the Holy Spirit is interceding for us. God has made a fence around us. There is a pillar of fire around you. And therefore, he says that, he says that the enemy will fear. That verse that the enemy will come in like a flood. The verse before, he says, the enemy will fear from the east and the west. I declare that the enemies in your family will fear you. Shout a bigger amen. I declare that the enemies at your school will fear you. That teacher that does not like you, when they see you, they will, they, will, they will not even dare to, to say anything to you. They'll just give you Faldunda. <laughs> what? Antin. Antin. I declare Antin over your life. Excellence. Excellence. You see, sometimes you find yourself in, in places where you do not fit. It is fine. It is fine. Because you are the temple of God. The Bible makes us understand that at the end in Revelation chapter 21 that the temple is not going to be a building like we see. The temple is going to be the Lord Jesus Christ and God himself. So the, the, at the end, the temple is going to be the Lord Jesus Christ and God himself. And there will be no sun, there will be no moon. Some of you that have been studying the sun and you live by the dictates of the stars and the moon. Can I go there? I've, I've, I should go there. Some of you that have been calling in and, and, tell, and talking to these people that come on TV, I want to tell you your life. Let me see your palm. Divination. And all these type of things. New age and all these kind of things. All these things will fade away. But the, Lord of, the word of the Lord will stand. Hallelujah. I, tell your neighbor, neighbor, if you are into these things, they corrupt the body. They corrupt the temple. The temple is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Let's use it for the Holy Spirit. 
coming and very soon we are going to see the king Whoa, soon and very soon we are going to see the Lord Oh, soon and very soon, we are going to see the King. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So God has made you the temple. The temple is supposed to be a house of prayer for the glory to be seen. You need to drive out the robbers. You need to drive out everything that is not of God. Look at what it took Jesus Christ for him to build this glorious temple. The Bible says that he came in and he was not welcomed in a palace but in a manger. He was chastised, he was bruised. He went through so much pain. The pain that you go through, he went through that pain so you would not experience that pain anymore. He went to the grave. That grave could not hold him. Death could not hold him captive. He rose up. He did not leave you there. Can I show you how Jesus did that? He did not leave you there. He came to the lowest point and made you a living stone. Bible tells us in Peter that he makes us a living stone and he is the chief cornerstone. What I love about Jesus Christ is that he's not building you on sinking sand but he's building you on the rock of ages. He's building you on the bedrock. He's building you on something that cannot be shaken or moved. It does not matter how things look turmoil around you. Once you are built on Jesus Christ nothing can shake you. The world will shake, but his word remains the same. I want to encourage you this morning to go all out for Jesus Christ. To go all out for the kingdom. The time is near and the time is now. Where the sons of God must be revealed. The Bible says, arise and shine. For your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Jesus Christ is coming very soon. The question is, are you part of the eternal temple or you are not part of it? If you do not have Jesus living in you now, you'll be left behind. Let's be on our feet. The Bible makes us understand in Matthew that on that day, the trumpets will sound. And when the trumpet sounds, temples that have robbers in there, they will not make it. Temples that are temples of prayer, they will make it. The Bible says that what, two people will be sitting out eating. One will be taken away, the other will be left. I want you to ask yourself this question. If Jesus Christ is coming this afternoon, do you have a ticket? If Jesus Christ is coming this afternoon, and you are going to be judged this afternoon. What is the product of your life? Have you been using your life 
just to gear the attention of people, just to gear the, the, the commendation of people, or you are looking for, to please God and God alone. Let's all bow down our heads. I want you to ask yourself this simple question. Am I ready for Christ's coming? And if you're not ready, it is about time for you to start packing your bags. Because he's coming. He's coming and he's coming with our, our glorious bodies, our glorious temple. He's coming with the latter glory. Give me you. Everything else can wait. Yeah. Give me you. I hope I'm not too Give me you. Give me everything else can wait. Give me you. Hope I'm not too late. Say, Lord, give me you. Lord, give me Lord, give me you. Say, Lord, give me you. Lord, give me you. Lord, give me you. Say, Lord, give me you. Come wherever you are, lift your voice. Say, give me you, Jesus. closed. I want you to place your hand on your heart. Man looks on the outside, but God looks into your heart. The Bible says we should guard our hearts. Because out of it flows the issues of life. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. What is in your heart? What is in your temple? What is happening in your life? There is a time for you to shift focus and shift course. And Jesus Christ is standing there. He's standing there ready to build you up. Ready to rebuild you. David was a murderer. But David said that the Lord lifts up my head. He lifts up my head. He said that the Lord lifts up the head of those who are put to shame. Magni-eyed. It is not. It, it is. It is not impossible for him. There is power in the blood of Jesus. Amen. There is power in the blood of Jesus to transform you, to renew you, to restore you, to refresh you, to revive you. Wherever you are, I want you to begin to open your mouth and pray for yourself. That Lord Jesus, help me. Lord Jesus, help me. Help me. Drive away anything that is not of you. Drive away any bitterness. Drive away any brokenness. Drive away any any. Any deceit, any deceit, drive away any lies, drive away anything, anything, any thoughts that come into my head that are not of you, drive away anything that is not holy, drive them away, drive them away, open your mouth, 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 and pray for yourself, pray that sincere prayer, pray that sincere prayer, pray that sincere prayer.
Now, if you do not know this Jesus that we are talking about, He is the builder. Without Him in, in your life, everything will collapse. Every, when the shaking comes, you will not be able to stand. But if you know Jesus Christ, He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Yes. Jesus wants to rewrite your story today. If today you want to confess your sins, and confess him as Lord of your life. The day of salvation is now. If you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. And secure your place in eternity in him. I want you to lift up your hand with me. And I'll pray with you. God bless you. If you want to accept Jesus, just lift up your hand. Lift it higher so I can see you. God bless you, mommy. God bless you. God bless you, guys. I want to pray with you. Yes, lift it up. If you have lifted up your hand, I want you to come forward to me. I want to pray with you quickly. Come forward to me right now. Rush to the altar to me right now. Rush to the altar to me right now. Come, come stand on a man too. Come stand on a man too. Come na forward. Come na forward. If you have lifted up your hand, I want you to come to me. God bless you, my sister. Come on. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Today is a day of salvation. You don't want to go back to the old life. You are ready for a new life. Come forward right now. You are ready for a new life. 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 There is still time. There is still time. In a little while, he's coming. He's coming for his bride. He's coming for his bride. He's coming for his, for his bride. Rest to the altar right now. Rest to Jesus right now. Rest to Jesus right now. Rest to Jesus right now. upon the name of Jesus that they shall be saved. So say after me, Lord Jesus, I thank you. 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 That you loved me so. That you loved me so. That you died for me. That you died. That you went on the cross. That you went on the cross. For me. For me. And that my sins. And that my sins. Were crucified. Were crucified. With you. With you. That you was buried. That you were buried. Addictions were buried. Guilt was buried. Guilt was buried. Shame was buried. Shame I praise you, I praise you that, on the third day, that on the 
you resurrected and that your resurrection is my resurrection holy spirit fill me fill me fill me come and live on the inside of me i have the mind of christ i am in the body of Christ. of Christ, I do exploits. I do exploits. Holy, Spirit, Holy Spirit, open the heavens, open the and heavens. May, I may I receive the fullness, the fullness of, God. of God. Teach me, Teach me. Guide, me. guide me, walk with me, walk with me. All, the all the days of my life. Of my life. Celebrate Jesus right now in this place. Celebrate Jesus right now in this place. Come on, the heavens are rejoicing right now. Are we happy? Are we happy? For what God has done, amen. Come on, we can do far better. We can do far better and celebrate Jesus. We can do far better and give Jesus a shout. Give Jesus a shout in this place. Amen. Amen, my brothers and sisters. The Bible says that therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. She is a new creation. It means that you have been made new. And the good thing is that God says that, behold, I'm about to do a new thing. So glory be to God that in this very moment, God has done a new thing in your life. I pray that any old thing is gone. And I pray that the new has come. Right now in this moment, weeping may endure for the night. But joy comes in the morning. Joy is here in the morning. Joy is here in the morning. God is raising you. You were in the deepest pit. But he is calling you out to his kingdom of light. Amen. I pray and I declare over your lives that you are firmly rooted and established into the body of Christ, into the family of God. Amen. My brother Don will pray for them. All right, church. Uh, I want to ask you to lift your hands as we're going to pray for them. That God will do a new thing in their life. Let's bless them. Let's break curses. Hallelujah, Father God. We come before your throne of mercy, God. We thank you, God, that you have brought life to these people, Lord. Lord, we come against any curse, oh God. We come against any negative word that was spoken out against them in the name of Jesus. We break it down with the blood of Jesus. Lord, we pray that you will do something new in their life, oh Father God. Lord, I pray, God, that they, they will make new choices, oh God. Lord, I pray, oh God, that you will lead them, oh God, into new things, oh God, new areas, oh God, new glory, Father God. Lord, we pray, oh God, that as they go back to their houses, oh Lord, Lord, I pray you will speak to them, oh Father God. Lord, I pray you will lift them up, oh Father God. You will encourage them, oh Father God. Lord, we pray, oh Father God, that from this day forward, oh God, they will never be the same, oh Father God. And there will be a light for their household, a light for their family, a light for their friends, oh Father God. Lord, I pray, oh God, you will raise these people up to, to, to be set free in their destination, oh God. We pray right now, oh God, every hindrance, every blockade, we break it in the name of Jesus, oh God. Every trap, every strategy of the enemy, they are set loose in the name of Jesus, oh God. And we pray, oh God, every hurt. The people here, oh God, that are here, they are experiencing pain from the past. Lord, your word says, I wash them white as snow. Your word says, I, the former things, I remember them not. They are new, Father God. They are new. Holy Spirit, touch them. Lord, I pray that you may heal them. Heal them physically, but also heal them spiritually Amen. from the pains they have. So they can move forward in the wonderful name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God, for the living spirit that is in us. We give you all honor and all praise. In the name of Jesus and God's people say, Amen. Amen. Glory, Jesus. Woo!